Smoke hung low over the valley, like nothing more than an early morning fog. Had it not been for the stink of charred bodies, lives Tan had watched burned alive, it might have been peaceful. Perched on an outcropping of rock, he looked down on the lake. Clear water tinged with a hint of green, spilled down from the wide river flowing from the mountains, emptying into the lake below. Tall pines and oak trees lined the lake, though fewer now than before the attack. If he focused and stretched his sensing out and around him, he could still feel fires burning on the edge of the lake in places the water elemental Nymed could not reach and extinguish. The great earth elemental Golut could not be moved to extinguish the fire. The wind elemental, Ara, flitted through the air, barely enough to make its presence known, careful not to stir up any embers, knowing the danger were the twisted fire from incendent shapers to rekindle. Only the Drazen, the great-winged fire elementals, did not fear those flames. Here, in this place of convergence, all the elementals mingled. Even spirit, though calling spirit required more effort than the others, and spirit had been the reason this place had experienced what it had. How long will you sit here? Amia stood over him, early morning sunlight catching her golden hair so that it nearly glowed. The narrow band of silver around her neck, the mark of her people, seemed wider than he remembered. Had bathing in a pool of liquid spirit changed it? She pulled a long gray cloak over her shoulders, leaving the hood to fall around the back. It took him a moment to realize where she had found it. The dead archivist wouldn't miss it. I'm just thinking, he answered. He felt her concern through the shaped connection between them. The shaping had come on accidentally, made by a spirit shaping placed on him by Amia in a time of great need as they ran from the listen send. It was stronger now, especially after what he had done to save her. Amia crouched on a rock next to him. I wonder if we'll be able to find this place again when we leave. Tan nodded. He hadn't been certain he could find this place again either, but the Drazen had known. Asboel can find it, but I'm not certain he wants to return after what he's been through here. It's amazing, isn't it, the sacrifice they made? Tan turned to her, tearing his eyes off the lake. Did you know? When you went into the Pool of Spirit the first time, did you know what this place could do? Amia inhaled deeply. I sensed the importance of the other elementals, but it was not the same as this time. Maybe because the Drazen had already departed. She pushed strands of golden hair behind her ears. She leaned against him, resting her head on his shoulder. This time was different. Until you healed me, I couldn't sense anything. Her contentment came through the connection. Amia would stay here with him as long as he wanted, but she understood he could not stay, not knowing what he did. There's so much to do, he whispered. I'm, I'm not certain I can do it. Amia pressed her palm up to his chest. You might not be certain, but I am. You've stopped incending twice already. Did I? The first time, the Drazen stopped in Senden, hunting the Lizensen to keep us safe. And the last time, had it not been for Lasserton appearing? A shout rang up from the valley, interrupting them, and they both turned.
One of the shapers had found something. Amia grabbed his hand and started down the slope. She moved quickly and easily, hurrying down the side of the rocks. Tan followed her, using earth sensing to find the safest way down. At the bottom of the valley, Master Farron stood over a fallen body. Ash covered the body's face, and fire streaked through his chest. But Tan recognized him all the same, the archivist who had attacked during his rescue of Amia. The archivist he'd killed, or thought he'd killed. A low groan worked from his throat. Farron stood over him. Earth swirled up and around in a controlled shaping, trapping the fallen archivist and preventing him from moving. 